Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2, and this is another um, episode of Coin Talk. And I'm continuing on this episode to talk about Bitcoin mining. Um, full transparency, I am involved with Bitcoin mining, and the more that I learn about it, the more that I realize um, how with the volatility of Bitcoin, because every crypto uh, has volatility, and again, before I even get into all the content of today, uh, this show is educational, it's not financial advice, there's always risks involved with any crypto investment. But what I'm realizing with the volatility of the markets, um, the, the flip side is the mining side, because as just like with banks and um, with USD currency or other global currencies, the currencies can go up and down in value, but the banks are always making money on um, transactions that are happening. So likewise with Bitcoin mining, the miners are creating the, uh, the Bitcoin, but they're also earning rewards and um, generating Bitcoin as part of their mining because of verifying the fee. So I'm going to go again into what is Bitcoin mining, because I do think it's something that individuals um, should be um, educating themselves about. There is talk about, um, you know, Bitcoin mining or mining on your phone or on the computer. Um, I'll be looking into that um, down the road on other coin talks, but I, um, I, I, for, for me, again, this is all personal opinion for me. I like the idea of a, a hard type of, um, asset. And so for me, uh, when I, again, personal opinion, not advising you, when I decided to get into Bitcoin mining, I liked the idea of actually owning a machine, but not just a machine. I became associated with a company that, um, I did check out and, um, you know, we'll talk about more about that um, as we get on in the show. So what is Bitcoin mining? Um, again, uh, Bitcoin mining is performed by high powered computers that solve complex computational math problems. These problems are co so complex they cannot be solved by hand and are complicated enough uh, to tax even the incredibly powerful computers. And that is something that I want to mention that when Bitcoin mining first started, um, the computer, the chips, everything was different and it's definitely progressed. So key takeaways, Bitcoin mining is the process of creating new Bitcoin by solving a computational puzzle. Bitcoin mining is necessary to maintain the ledger of transactions upon which Bitcoin is based. Miners have become very sophisticated over the last several years using complex machines to speed up the mining operations. So the result of Bitcoin mining is twofold. First, when computers solve these complex math problems on the Bitcoin network, they produce new Bitcoin, not unlike when a mining operation extracts gold from the ground. Second, by solving computational math problems, Bitcoin miners make the Bitcoin payment network trustworthy and secure by verifying its transaction information. When someone sends Bitcoin anywhere, it's called a transaction. Transactions made in store or online are documented by banks, point of sale systems, and physical receipts. Bitcoin miners achieve the same thing by clumping transactions together in blocks and adding them to a public record called the blockchain. Nodes then maintain records of those blocks so they can be verified into the future. 
All right. When Bitcoin miners add a new block of transactions to the blockchain, part of their job is to make sure that those transactions are accurate. In particular, Bitcoin miners make sure that Bitcoin is not duplicated, a unique quirk of digital currencies called double spending. When with printed currencies, counterfeiting is always an issue. But generally, once you spend $20 at a store, the bill is in the clerk's hands. With digital currency, it's a different story. Digital information can be reproduced relatively easily. So when Bitcoin and other digital currencies, there's a risk that a spender can make a copy of their Bitcoin and send it to another party while still holding on to the original. Now there's some special considerations. All right, rewarding Bitcoin miners. With as many as 300,000 purchases and sales occurring in a single day, verifying each of these transactions can be a lot of work for miners. And as compensation for their efforts, miners are rewarded Bitcoin whenever they add a new block of the transaction to the blockchain. The amount of new Bitcoin released with each mined block is called block reward. The block reward is halved every 2010. 210,000 blocks, or roughly every four years. In 2009, it was 50. In 2013, it was 25. In 2018, it was 12.5. And in May of 2020, it was half to 6.25. The system will continue until around 2140. At that point, miners will be rewarded with fees for processing transactions that network users will pay. These fees ensure that miners still have the incentive to mine and keep the network going. The idea is the compensation for these fees will cause them to remain low after having are finished. So I just want to stop here for a second. This year, it's 2021. 2140. That is many years down the road. So when people are saying that um, the the Bitcoin is going to stop at some point, 2140 is many years down the road. So I want everyone to keep that in mind. All right, let's keep going. These halvings reduce the rate at which new coins are created and thus lower the available supply. This can cause some implications for investors as other assets with low supplies like gold can have high demand and push prices higher. At this rate of halving, the total number of Bitcoin in circulation will reach a limit of 21 million, making the currency entirely finite and potentially more valuable over time. All right, let's keep going. Verifying Bitcoin transactions. In order for Bitcoin miners to actually earn Bitcoin from verifying transactions, two things have to occur. First, they must verify one megabyte MB worth of transactions, which can theoretically be as small as one transaction, but are more often several thousand depending on how much data each transaction stores. Second, in order to add a block on transactions to the blockchain, miners must solve a complex computational math problem also called proof of work. What they actually are doing is trying to come up with a 64-digit hexadecimal number called a hash that is less than or equal to the target hash. Basically, a miner's computer splits out hashes at different rates, mega hashes per second, giga hashes per second tetra hashes per second, depending on the unit, guessing all possible 64-digit numbers until they arrive at a solution. In other words, it's a gamble. 
The difficulty level of the most recent block as of August 2020 is more than 16 trillion. That is the chance of a computer producing a hash below the target is one to one, one is one in 16 trillion. To put that in perspective, you are about 44,500 times more likely to win the Powerball jackpot with a single lottery ticket than you are to pick the correct hash on a single try. Fortunately, mining computer systems spit out many hash possibilities. Nonetheless, mining for Bitcoin requires massive amounts of energy and sophisticated computer operations. With that being said, I'm just going to put a little note here. The company that I'm associated with uses green energy. So that is um, something to take into account when you are getting involved with Bitcoin mining. Look for companies that actually um, are eco-friendly. All right. So. The difficulty level is adjusted every 2016 blocks or roughly every two weeks with the goal of keeping rates of mining constant. And that is the, the more miners there are competing for a solution, the more difficult the problem will become. The opposite is also true. If computational power is taken off the network, the difficulty adjusts downward to make mining easier. Again, current events. When China has uh, closed or is in the process of closing its mining operations, that means that um, it makes mining easier for those such as myself. Again, this is not uh, financial advice. This is educational. Makes it easier for my machine to be able to mine more. All right. Bitcoin mining analogy. Say I tell three friends that I'm thinking about a number between one and a hundred. And I write that number on a piece of paper and seal it in an envelope. My friends don't have to guess the exact number. They just have to be the first person to guess any number that is less than or equal to the number I'm thinking of. And then there's no limit to how many guesses they get. Let's say I'm thinking of the number 19. If friend A guesses 21, they lose because 21 is greater than 19. If friend B guesses 16 and friend C guesses 12, then they both theoretically arrive at a viable answer because 16 is less than 19, 12 is less than 19, and there's no extra credit for friend B, even though B's answer was closer to the target answer of 19. Now imagine that I post the guess the number I'm thinking of question, but I'm not asking just these friends. I'm thinking about a number between one and 100. Rather, I'm asking millions of would-be miners and I'm thinking of a 64-digit hexadecimal number. Now you can see that it's going to be extremely hard to guess that right answer. Not only do Bitcoin miners have to come up with the right hash, but they also have to be the first to do it. Because Bitcoin mining is essentially guesswork, arriving at the right answer before each miner has almost everything to do with how fast your computer can produce hashes. Just a decade ago, Bitcoin mining could be performed competitively on normal desktop computers. Over time, however, miners realized the graphics card commonly used for video games were more effective and they began to dominate the game. In 2013, Bitcoin miners started to use computers designed specifically for mining cryptocurrency as efficiently as possible, called Application-Specific Integrated Circuits, ASIC. And these can run from several hundred dollars to tens of thousands, but um, their efficiency in mining Bitcoin is superior. Today, Bitcoin mining is competitive, and it can only be done profitably with most up-to-date SASICs. When using desktop computers, GPOs, or older models of ASICs, the cost of energy consumption actually exceeds the revenue generated. Even with the newest unit at your disposal, one computer is rarely enough to compete with what the miners call mining pools. 
A mining pool is a group of miners who combine their computing power and and split the mined Bitcoin between the participants. A disproportionately large number of blocks are mined by pools rather than by individual miners. Mining pools and companies have represented the large percentage of Bitcoin computing power. Again, the company that I'm associated with is doing just this. Your, the computer that I have purchased is part of a mining pool. So I am participating in a larger group of uh, computers that are also mining. Bitcoin versus traditional uh, currencies. Consumers tend to trust printed currencies. That's because the U.S. dollar is backed by a central bank of the U.S. called the Federal Reserve. In addition to other responsibilities, the Federal Reserve regulates the production of new money and the federal government prosecutes the use of counterfeit currency. Even digital payments using the U.S. dollars are backed by a central authority. When you make an online purchase using your debit or credit card, for example, the transaction is processed by a payment processing company, such as MasterCard or Visa. In addition to recording your transaction history, these companies verify that transactions are not fraudulent, which is one of the reasons why your debit or credit card may be suspended while traveling. Bitcoin, on the other hand, is not regulated by the central authority. Instead, Bitcoin is backed by millions of computers across the world called nodes. This network of computers performs the same function as the Federal Reserve Visa and MasterCard, but with a few key differences. Nodes store information about prior transactions and help verify their authenticity. Unlike these central authorities, however, Bitcoin nodes are spread out across the world and record transaction data in a public list that can be accessed by anyone. All right, history of Bitcoin mining. Between 1 and 16 trillion odds, scaling difficulty levels, and the massive network of users verifying transactions, one block of transactions is verified roughly every 10 minutes. But it's important to remember that 10 minutes is a goal, not a rule. The Bitcoin network is currently processing just under four transactions per second as of August 2020, with transactions being logged in the blockchain every 10 minutes. For comparison, Visa can process somewhere between 65,000 transactions per second. As the network of Bitcoin users grows to uh, continues to grow, the number of transactions made in 10 minutes will eventually exceed the number of transactions processed in 10 minutes. At that point, Waiting time for transactions will begin and continue to get longer unless a change is made to the Bitcoin protocol. The issuer at the heart of the Bitcoin protocol is known as scaling. While Bitcoin miners generally agree that something must be done to address scaling, there is less consensus about how to do it. There have been two major solutions proposed to address the scaling problem. Developers have just one, either creating a secondary off-chain layer to Bitcoin that will allow faster transactions that can be verified by the blockchain later, or two, increasing the number of transactions that each block can store with less data to verify the block, the solution one would make transactions faster and cheaper for miners. Solution two would deal with scaling by allowing more information to be processed every 10 minutes by increasing block size. In July 2017, Bitcoin miners and mining companies representing roughly 80% to 90% of the network's computing power voted to incorporate a program that would decrease the amount of data needed to verify each block. The program that miners voted to add to the Bitcoin protocol is called a segregated witness or SegWit. The term is an emogulation of segregated, meaning to separate and witness, which refers to signatures on a Bitcoin transaction.
Segregated witness then means to separate transaction signatures from a block, attach them to as an extended block while adding a single program to the Bitcoin protocol may seem like much in the way of a solution. Signature data has been estimated to account for up to 65% of the data process in each block of transactions. I'm going to make a side note here. For those of you that um, are just trying to comprehend this, to me, this is phenomenal. The fact that we can actually be thinking this way, the technology can actually be doing this, and that there can be a, a global community that can vote and decide how to do this is just amazing to me. Less than a month later, in August 2017, a group of miners and developers initiated a hard fork, leaving the Bitcoin network to create a new currency using the same code base as Bitcoin. Although this group agreed with the need for a solution to scaling, they worried that adopting segregated witness technology would not fully address the scaling problem. Instead, they went to solution two. The resulting currency is called Bitcoin Cash increase the block size to 8 MB in order to accelerate the verification process to allow a performance of around 2 million transactions per day. On August 16, 2020, Bitcoin Cash was valued at about 302 to Bitcoins, roughly 11,800. Again, this was in 2020. All right, so diversify your holdings is a phrase you'll hear in both Investing 101 and Master Classes. Um, Bitcoin, um, again, has um, varied in terms of uh, its volatility, its price. But one of the things that I just want to say is if you are thinking about becoming involved in Bitcoin mining, again, this is not financial advice. You have to do your own research. Please click on the link below for um, my um, Bitcoin mining um business and that way you can learn more about bbit and become associated with me so i can support you in your efforts and thank you so much be sure to like and subscribe to crypto mom 2 as i continue on coin talk and are exploring the various platforms nft blockchain and everything else involved thank you so much and have a great day